In a world filled with uncertainty, we are all trying to get physically, mentally, and emotionally healthy, but the struggle is real. The Live Well Podcast exists to give you fun, relevant, and impactful strategies that will help you get healthy, stay healthy, and live well. Hosted by Dr. Mike Roncesvalli, a clinical psychologist with two decades of experience in the field and his Live Well crew. We promise the time you spend listening to the Live Well podcast will help you thrive like you never have before. And welcome to another Live Well podcast. We are so excited to have you guys join us today. We're going to be talking about uh, different types of self-care, why it's important, how to plug them in, um, and some of our life experiences with it. So we have our whole crew here today. We have Jacob behind the scenes. Hello. We have Trevor, Sup. Megan, Hi. and myself. Dr. Mm-hmm. Mike is not with us today, no. um, unfortunately for us, but luckily for him, he's out golfing with one of our peers in the industry. That might be some self-care. I think, I was just I think so. Say, I think That's that right. he is experiencing a little bit of self-love today. Practicing what he preaches. Yes. Yep. But you know what? We support and encourage that. So Absolutely. Hope you're having fun, Dr. Mike. We know you're having, <laughs> or you're about to have fun. Yeah. He's on his way there. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. So let's get started. Who wants to start us off, Trevor? Yeah. So when we were talking about, we were preparing for this, uh, this episode, we were talking about reasons of why mm-hmm. we would have, or why we need self-care and why it's so I- important. As we were talking about that, uh, we actually were referring back to last week's podcast right. about gratitude and, right, yes. and why that is so important. And that even plays into self-care. And we talk about that mm-hmm. later, but Megan, I know you want to take a moment and just recap a little bit I from do. last week. Um, well, I want to talk about those of us that did our homework assignments. Yep. And um, if we wrote a, in our gratitude journals or created a gratitude journal, if we didn't have one, I know that I did <laughs> the assigned homework. I hope some of our viewers and listeners um, and subscribers maybe played a part. And I would love mm-hmm. to hear your feedback on how that worked out for you. Um, before, you, I, before you tell yours, well, no, can I'm I, gonna, can I just, so yeah, I, I, I did mine in the app. You did. So, okay. Yeah, that's right. Which was oh. awesome. So remember we talked about last week, there's a gratitude, yes. gratitude. Prompt, and you did tell me that. And I did it. So, okay. And any specific, like you want to share a piece of it or um, are you going to keep it for yourself? I'll keep it. No, no, it's actually <laughs> cool because the, the, the gratitude prompt, it's a little bit different probably than what you did okay. because it prompts you. Right. Um, yeah. you know, cause there's, there's a, there's a, a daily phrase that you're something you're going to work on that day, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. actually an actionable. Um, with, with a phrase, and then there's also a gratitude prompt that's associated with it. So, okay. Um, anyways, it was awesome. Awesome. I, I wish that. I was here. I, I know. I would have participated. We missed you last week. We did. Um, missed you guys. Jacob, how did how did yours go? Uh, I played the fifth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to get... I have, I have a somewhat excuse. I started my master's this week, so I had other mm. homework to do. You did. I, I, Congrats, I will Jacob. give you that. I will give you that. Um, Sounds like maybe Megan's going to be grading our homework. <laughs> I might. I might have to start grading you guys if okay. you don't start doing your homework. So you tell us about yours. Okay. So I actually did it. I started um, the first night I went home and I wrote about um, how grateful I was for... Um, just the physical body, the vessel that we live in, um, and what all it carries and does for us, um, on a day-to-day basis, our entire lives. And, you know, I just thought about my experience with coronavirus and having a neck injury. And now I have something wrong with my lower back. And I just talked about 
how so many people have lost their lives to coronavirus. And while I was really sick, I never ended up in the hospital. Um, and I had some pretty terrible um, aftermath parts about it. But I mean, I still, my body fought through that and, and it kept me alive. And mm-hmm. I just, I just kind of wrote about that kind of stuff and just how grateful I am for my body that even though I'm in pain on a regular basis, it's just, I was grateful for it. Um, yeah. And then it other things. perspective. Right. Yeah. It, it really did. And mm-hmm. I was able to look back and just be very grateful that I was afforded this life and this body. And I was, I was grateful. Um, mm-hmm. And it actually really helped. It became a part of my self-care routine. So I did that that night and then I woke up the next morning and I did the same thing. And then, um, that, that same night, Tuesday night, I, I also wrote in it and I skipped Wednesday entirely cause it was a really busy day, but I kept going with it. So now part of my self-care routine is to drink a cup of tea and, um, in the evening at least, and then write anything that I'm grateful about or just whatever's on my mind just to get it out of my body and somewhere else so I'm not harboring it or holding on to it whether it's something positive or something negative that I'm feeling so it's been really helpful that's awesome and I've, I've really enjoyed it so we'll have to ask Dr. Mike if he <laughs> I think we already know the <laughs> and answer we might know the answer and he, I did yeah. ask him like three days in a row and the, the answer was I'm, I'm yeah of course, of course. <laughs> just walks yeah. away yeah but had you not done that journal, right, you wouldn't have these insights. I wouldn't, right? and I wouldn't feel as uh, probably as good as I do and, and excited to talk about today's mm-hmm. podcast because I know that this part of the self-care routine has really benefited me, and mm-hmm. I'm sure it does with so many people who do it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Good stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Absolutely. Writing is just like one of those tools that always gives you perspective no matter what, mm-hmm. you know. Um, one day we'll write a book. That's right. Yeah. So as we had, as I had referenced before, this reasons for self care, mm-hmm. right? Why, why do we need to take care of ourselves? Yeah. And if not taking care of ourselves, we are, we talked a little about, you know, we have to be the ones that are advocating for ourselves. We right. have to be the ones that are leading ourselves, so standing up for ourselves, right? right? Stepping in the gap to, to care for ourselves. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. How significant that is, um, Megan. If we don't do it, who's going to? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. you know, the the pandemic has um, given me and I think a lot of others, I think, perspective on what the self-care routine is and, like, what that looks like. I, I mean, um, I want to kind of hear your thoughts. I, I also want to share, like, for me, um, two years ago, I invested in um, a... Uh, what do you call it? Like a spa membership mm-hmm. where like mm-hmm. I paid every month and like I would go in and either get a facial or a back massage. Wow. Um, and it took, I mean, it took forever for me to like feel like I was worthy of that, you know, cause I was always like, you know, that's a luxury and that sort of thing. But you know, like you, Megan, I always struggle with chronic pain and mm-hmm. eventually after so many like doctors and specialists and they were kind of like, having me turn to alternative types of medicine and you know and nutrition and like focusing on my body and things like that I just I was like you know what I'm I'm doing it I'm diving in the deep end and I'm paying for a membership and I did it for a year and then the pandemic happened and then I Mm -hmm. couldn't because the spas were closed and I Mm -hmm. had to I had to like do a self-check real quick and I'm like okay how am I going to keep filling my cups 
without the resources I've had, you know, mm-hmm. prior to the pandemic. Right, absolutely. Um, and um, you, I mean, you guys know self-care is, uh, you know, one of my like pa- personal passions to talk mm-hmm. about and teach about. Um, and yeah, I kind of had to reevaluate things and, um, I've found other ways and I'm excited to share that with our, you guys and our listeners and viewers yeah. today. Absolutely. That's, yeah. That's, that's great. awesome. So we talked about earlier, um, when we were preparing for this, Megan, I think you mentioned it about this idea that, that our self is at war with ourself. With ourself. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. absolutely. And it, self-care is a, is a way, a way out of that. It's yeah. a way to, yeah. Self-care, you kind of said it earlier, like we're at battle with ourselves, we're at war. So self-care is kind of, is our inner weapon Mm -hmm. to combat that, to Mm -hmm. step out of anxiety and depression or trauma, just creating a little um, positive pattern or cycle in your life, Mm -hmm. even if it's a few minutes, is a way, just this first step, you know, obviously identifying it, but... Mm -hmm you know, taking that next step is to do something about it, to yeah. create right. a healthy um, routine. Yeah, give yourself self-care. space mm-hmm. and grace. Mm-hmm. Right, and it doesn't do it. have to be anything as extreme as getting yourself a mm-hmm. membership to a spa mm-hmm. and doing that for a year. And yeah. um, it could be, you know, yoga. It's, it could it, it yeah. could be so many different things. A little goes a long way. You'll That's notice, right. you know, and, and it you, could be writing mm-hmm. for five mm-hmm. minutes in the morning or the evening. Yeah. Right. And you guys mentioned stress, trauma, anxiety, depression. And I think if you're listening or watching and you're wondering, hmm, how do I know if like self-care is the right thing for me to do? Um, I'll tell you this, if you've ever combated depression, if you are um, struggling with stress management, um, if you feel anxious a lot of the times, if you have some trauma history, um, any of those things, I think like those are great indicators to let you know that there is something that you can do for yourself that we are going to try to implement for you guys today. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Yeah, so Alana, there's some some science to this right there's some psychology about this you know these negative um thoughts that we have right Right. which then push into some emotions which then trigger some behaviors which ultimately end in some consequences and we see a cycle take place right exactly right talk about that a little bit the monkey mind yeah Yeah. the ruminating yeah yeah so things like um and I'm kind of giving a, a high-level overview, right? But trauma, stress, anxiety, depression, those things, um, even like negative events that happen in our lives sometimes, um, a bad day, you know, can create... A breakup. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. um, can create negative thought patterns pretty quickly in our mind. Um, and the cycle, it goes from um, thoughts kind of create the emotions Mm -hmm. that we have which then impact our behavior and what we do kind of like what you just said Trevor Mm -hmm. and so negative thoughts and negative thinking patterns can um, kind of instigate I would say negative emotions emotions that are like difficult to manage guilt shame Mm -hmm. um, anger yeah resentment rage Mm -hmm. all of those things sadness which and those things 
depending on how we deal or not deal with it, is going to impact what we do, what we do next, mm-hmm. how we behave, our mm-hmm. actions. And so I tell my clients this every every day is if we want to kind of navigate life in a healthier, more joyful way, then it all traces back to our thinking. Yeah, yeah That's absolutely. where it all begins. And that tells me that there's something we can do about that mm-hmm. if we can mm-hmm. rewire and reframe the way that we think about yeah. things. Yeah. So, do you know that? Sorry, one second. Yeah. Do you know the hand towel that's in my bathroom? Do you remember what it says? I don't remember. It's got the flowers around yes, it. Yes, I the remember the writing. flowers. If you focus on the good, <clears throat> yeah. Excuse mm-hmm. me. If you focus on the good, the good the gets good. better. Yeah, that's awesome. That's yeah. true. That's just. I mean, literally every time I wash my hands, that's what I see. So really, yeah. That's so cool. it's just a constant yeah. reminder, like mm-hmm. just something simple. Yeah. to have in my bathroom. So when I wash my hands, I mm-hmm. dry them. That's what I look at. And that's exactly what your hand towel says is exactly how we rewire the brain. That's right. how mm-hmm. gratitude, like you guys were just talking mm-hmm. about last week and you were mentioning its positive impact on you already. Right. That's kind of how we set the stage for what comes next. That's right. You know, being intentional about those things, adding gratitude to your life, um, writing about it, like th- that's how the good gets better. Right, right. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it made me think of this um, this idea. Sometimes we talk about we, we spiral mm-hmm. down, right? Yeah. And so oh, yeah. what we're referring to is maybe the opposite <laughs> of that, right? Like what, yes. hap- what would happen if we could spiral up? Up, right. Right, right. In, in a positive direction. Like yeah. a cyclone, just lift it right. up. So yeah. rather than talking about, you know, our, our, our thoughts mm-hmm. impacting our emotions, you know, and then getting to our behaviors, mm-hmm. if we could start at our behaviors... Yeah. And that's what some self-care is we're talking about. Right. Could help us spiral back upward in a, in Absolutely. a positive place. I was going to say, direction. to add to that, um, something I've noticed and I've talked to doc, Dr. Mike a lot about is, so what you described with thought, feelings, behaviors, that's the CBT triangle mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. everyone's right. always used, but it's right. more so a circle that's circle. like intertwined where the behaviors can affect the feelings or the thoughts. For and sure. So that's right. You yeah. can change the one. If you're having trouble changing your thoughts, you can change your behaviors and maybe... That'll start helping change the other ones too. So that's that's yeah. exactly awesome, right. Jacob. Yeah, Jacob's and just starting grad school in uh, in counseling, right? So yeah. CBT stands for Jacob. Now you're on the spot. Therapy. There we go. <laughs> and I will. I'll, go. I want to. Sh- yeah. I'm going to shout out Jacob really quick because when we first started, when we first launched this app, actually before we even launched it, Jacob and I wrote some of our material. Actually, we wrote all of it, but. We our introductory material that you guys have access to if if you're users of our Live Well Coaching app, mm-hmm. Jacob and I wrote that, and we actually intentionally changed the CBT triangle into a CBT circle, and we created our own image that showed that the thoughts, emotions, and behaviors actually can be cyclical as mm-hmm. opposed to just triangle where it's yeah. stopping. Yeah. So that's awesome. And it and it's I mean we're living. He- Living, breathing examples of that. That's right. Mm-hmm. Right? I remember, awesome. I remember my therapist that I had recently, well, a few years ago, she, anytime I would cry in her office, she would stop me and mm. say, what caused that emotion? Mm. She said, what were you thinking? Because that, and she would, she did cognitive behavioral therapy on me. Um, but she would always do that. Like any moment a tear would fall down. She was like, what were you thinking? What caused that emotion? What caused the sadness? Mm. And so we would have to like talk about the thought that invoked the tears and the sadness and the. Mm-hmm. Did that help you? Yeah, 
It did. Um, it just helped me put like an identifier on yeah. what was going on in my head and how my head reacts to, or my body yep. and emotions respond to what is going on in my head. And they're so, um, connected, connected and intertwined right. that I just kind of, I mean, I was an emotional hot mess at the time, but yeah. you know, I was going through something. So, but yeah, yeah it just, it, it taught me to identify those things and not to be afraid of them and mm-hmm. to just kind of own them and embrace what was happening and let it just kind of happen. And name it, right? Like name to identify it, what it was. I think that was that, super helpful that, to sometimes figure it that's out. That's the hardest part. And we had a whole podcast about it a couple of weeks ago where we talked about emotional awareness um, and how identifying like what we're feeling and when we're feeling it, the good, the bad, and the ugly, how much how much of an impact that has on our total 100%. health. Like I'm feeling angry right now is the one thing, but to be able to say like I'm feeling angry because, because. Right. and actually have a reason or um, mm-hmm. just a draw, like a vision of what yeah. that can be. And I mean... I actually would give it like little na- like real names, not call it anger. I'd be like, oh, today's monster is, da, 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 da. you know, like and give it a name. Like, I don't know, Lucy for yeah. Lucifer, like whatever. We, like we name yeah. hurricanes. Yes, yeah. exactly. So hurricanes. I would, I would do right. that because, yeah, because it really helped yep. me kind of name put a spin emotion. on it and, yeah. and I could, I guess, have fun with healing. In a way, mm-hmm. I, I don't that know. That reminds me of That's the cool. Disney movie, Inside Pixar out. movie, Inside Out. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, good. I know that movie is like intended for children, but, but can it I just was say, so like, I resonate with that movie so well. I watched that movie in probably four of my classes at college. So did you That's really? Awesome. Oh, I don't. Oh. I, I absolutely yeah. can see that yeah. happening. Yeah. Like, yeah. I watch it all the time, and I'm like, oh my god, I learned so much from this movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like thanks pixar that's awesome <laughs> pixar is validating us. that's right that's right that's right so um yeah. we talked about reasons for self-care benefits mm-hmm. of self-care mm-hmm. right so we talk about um alana you have a list for us to kind of walk through yeah, the yeah, types yeah. of self-care yeah. yes I can do. i mention real quick yeah. a possible roadblock of self-care yeah please. absolutely yes. let's talk um, about it um something that i know for me personally when i was going through like my anxiety and depression it was like pretty rough um, change is scary, mm-hmm. even if it's a good change. Right. And so like going to therapy and all that, like it's scary. And that's why I think some people yeah. kind of hesitate to start because mm-hmm. we attach to the stuff we know, even if what we know is bad. Yeah. Right. And so even if something's good, it's For unknown. Sure. So it's, it's scary. scary. To do. So that's, that's right. like scary. a potential roadblock too. Yeah. It absolutely is. So and it, true. and you, I think I would hope, I mean, I don't, I don't really know, but deep down inside, I feel like you might know that okay, I'm going to do something that's new to me and I don't quite understand it and I don't know what's going to happen, mm-hmm. but I know how these behaviors make me feel, but mm-hmm. whatever's underneath that, that's going to be scary to unload mm-hmm. and to, right. to have to sit with. Yeah. You know? And I'll say like a real life example is like my first time going to CBT, I was scared to death because I was going through anxiety. I didn't leave my apartment for like three months straight when I was going through mm-hmm. it at the worst up at school. Mm-hmm. And so when I would like, I was scared to death, I like just forced myself to go. And once you leave, it's literally like a mind massage. Like you feel yeah. like a different person when yeah. you're like, dang, I did that. <laughs> right. But it's like getting to it is the hardest yeah, part. Like sure. I put it off mm-hmm. for like a month just because like mm-hmm. I was so scared of it. But once you do it, it's like, okay, this That's is actually, right. yeah. this is good. And I kind of know it now because I'm doing it. So Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. No, I'm going back to therapy after a few years starting Wednesday and I'm kind of mm-hmm. like, 
like a little yeah. ball of stress over here sure, sure. winding my little wire around my finger that's it and i will say to that like the fear is real like change the uh, fear of anything i think like fear of um and i think that's the barrier jacob you were talking about is just fear of the unknown and fear of change and that brings about more anxiety, mm, right? right? And I think um, Megan and Trevor and I, we were just talking about it before our podcast recording. We were talking about just the small things making a big difference and just mm-hmm. starting really small because I think sometimes the fear of doing a big thing can prevent us from doing taking it. the yeah. leap. Right. Um, and so today we have some small tidbits that we're going to encourage our listeners and viewers to do and participate in that's doable that's like you know we can see it it's like bite-sized and yeah and we'll start doing our mind massages and hopefully we can take a bigger bites after that yeah yeah that's awesome so let's talk about the five types. Let's yeah. do it so there are five major types of self-care um i have uh for you know for you guys that probably know and um, those of you that don't, like I've done tons of webinars and, and teachings on these in the past. Yeah. So I'm going to try to keep it super concise and keep it in our podcast today. So there's five types and um, each type, think of it like a cup. Mm-hmm. So we have five cups and the cups have to be full. Right. Um, and so the minute we notice if any of our cups are empty, um, it can be super impactful to our mental health. Mm. Um, I heard something the other day that you just reminded me of. Um the, the cups you know how people say like what do you see that is the cup half full or half, right. de- yeah. half right, empty right, right. somebody i heard something and they were like you guys all have it wrong you can refill the cup oh, and, I like so that. I lo- and i just love that That's i was right. like oh my gosh you're such a genius like, <laughs> absolutely we can it doesn't yes. have to be either yeah. yeah so i like that we're talking about filling the cups right yes. now and yeah. how to do that and our cups are refillable yes That's they right. are yeah. refillable which yep. is amazing yeah. And so the first cup I'm going to talk about is our physical self-care, which is kind of what it sounds like. So physical self-care is how we take care of our bodies, um, whether that be through um, good sleep hygiene, um, movement, nutrition. Physical self-care does not have to be this like rigorous exercise routine that you do every single day to like burn calories and things like that. It's really just a matter of getting your body up and moving or even resting when you feel like you can't, um, you know, having healthy sleep hygiene, healthy sleep hygiene, um, good nutrition, things like that. So I'm going to throw that, throw that out there for you guys. And what do you think, like, what are some things for you guys that fills your physical self-care cup? I mean, I know yours. Let's, we'll start what? with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He's like, wait, what? Like what? That's right. It used so, to be mine. Yeah, yeah. So for me, I'm a runner, right? And so laugh because I, because uh, that is fulfilling Surprise. for me. So I talk about it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I, I love getting up and then we'll talk about this later. These are routines, but that's a routine for me. Right. It's mm-hmm. a self-care routine. And yeah. some getting people, up in the morning and going out for a run. Some people really don't like running. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever, do you, okay, Jacob's one of them. Yep. But there are people out there, and I mean, I remember people just being like, no. I was like, you don't want to go on a run? What's wrong with you? Yeah. What do you mean you don't want to run? I'm like, it's the greatest feeling in the entire world. Yeah. So, but there are really some people that just do not like to run. And, and hey, man, whatever floats your boat, you can present. (laughs) 
oh, Jacob, you're funny. Yeah. Um, but anything, like it doesn't have find, to be running. Yeah. Um, That's right. Because the other part of our, of our, of our self-care routine is it isn't really supposed to feel like this drowning obligation. It's supposed mm. to be something mm. like you enjoy. You enjoy. It could be walking in nature. That's um, exactly right. Paddle boarding, yeah. getting, just getting outside and mm-hmm. maybe planting some plants. That's, hey, mm-hmm. um, that's right up my alley. Yeah. Uh, my cup of tea. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Thank yeah. You. Thank you. Yeah. Um, nutrition is a big one for me. That really mm-hmm. affects my um, everything. My st- it affects, it affects everything. everything. Like yeah. I'll just, I'll share a little bit about this weekend. I was at the cabin with our family and we went to this place called the great outdoors restaurant. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, you guys. So good. They had this smoked Gouda macaroni and cheese and I now mm. have nicknamed it crack Mac. <laughs> <laughs> when I so tell good. you how good, like it was, so, it wasn't over, it wasn't over, um, bearing, it wasn't too rich That's or it was awesome. just amazingly tasty. And I don't eat dairy, gluten or soy because of it messes with my, my mental, emotional and physical state. So I have to yeah. be really careful about what I eat. Um, but I had some of that and I also had a milkshake and I also had some gator bites, which I'm not a fan of gator tail, but Ew. however they cook yep. it there, yep. so tender and tasty. Uh-huh. I was super surprised because I'm not a gator fan in the football team or, uh, got it. or That's the what food. I was thinking. The, that's right. But I love me some wild gators out in nature. That's They're right. so fun to if look at. If you are at. tuning in for the first time, we're in central Florida. Yes. yes. And I am a Seminoles, diehard Seminoles How far fan. did you have to go to get to a cabin? Like you said, the family cabin. Gainesville, three hours away, basically. Bell, Florida. Um, So anyway, I woke up the next day and my whole entire body hurt. And I had a headache from what I Mm -hmm. ate, like my fascia. So like it was all inflamed, just touching Mm -hmm. any area of my body was just Mm -hmm. tender to touch. Mm -hmm. So that's what happens Mm -hmm. if you're Mm -hmm. not careful about. And that's how I knew because I started feeling that all the time. That's how I knew what I was putting into my body wasn't healthy for me that wasn't a self-care moment. right it was not no i mean i indulged every second of it and it was delightful but <laughs> i knew the repercussions were yeah yeah some body fatigue and soreness the next day mm-hmm. right yeah and th- part of that is being aware mm-hmm. of what impacts you you know what you eat has on your body right. mm-hmm. and part of you know part of your physical self-care routine like it might have to do with you learning what fills your cup like is eight hours of sleep good for you or are you struggling with with like insomnia or anxiety or um chronic pain and maybe you need nine or ten mm-hmm. you know um because everyone's physical self-care is going to look and feel different. Right. It, you know, if I had smoked Gouda mac and cheese, I would feel great. <laughs> <laughs> I felt great that day. Uh-huh. The next day, not That's so What much. I would probably, I mean, knowing myself, like I would have to make sure like I took a long walk after That's to right. like make sure I felt. Oh, we yeah. definitely my- walked around downtown. So yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So. Awesome. What's next on our list? Yeah. So we also have emotional self-care. Um, and as I mentioned, we have a, we have a whole other podcast. If you check um, our um, Spotify or um, our 
our YouTube channel, you'll see that we have a whole other podcast that we talked about emotional awareness. Um, we also have emotional self-care. So what that looks like is um, awareness of our emotions, the good, the bad, and the ugly, um, triggers for our emotions, mm-hmm. um, and how we feel, heal, and deal with those emotions. That's good. Um, yeah, so... Any examples might, you might have? Yeah, I. so I'm thinking of... You mentioned anger earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's this, uh, there's kind of like, I guess, a stigma against anger, like that we shouldn't feel anger, that sort of thing. I actually I think have one. You have one what? A stigma. A stigma, you do. Yeah, like <laughs> anger and rage, yeah. 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 I've talked about it a little bit before. Gotcha. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think anger is actually a healthy emotion. Absolutely. Um, when we don't address it or don't deal with it at that time it can definitely turn into hostility aggression those things are actually unhealthy emotions Mm -hmm. Um, but anger is an indicator like it's trying to tell you something your emotions are always trying to communicate with you anger usually is some is is your mind or body telling you hey something is happening that is making you feel unjust right like there's an injustice here that you need to address Mm -hmm. um and so I think that, you know, emotions are, if we can name it, then we can feel it, we can deal with it, and then we can heal from it. Right. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I had a, I don't know why this all keeps coming back, but I had a therapist tell me once, (laughs) 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 this is a different therapist, Um, um, but it was about, about how we respond to things that somebody else does to us. So he said, I imagine at one point, um, just he just said as an example, he was like, I imagine at one point you were kicked. And instead of saying like, hey, I didn't like that, you took it and said, what did I do to deserve that? Mm-hmm. And over time, that built up anger, regression, Mm -hmm. or aggression, Mm -hmm. um, lack of self-worth, and Mm -hmm. all of that kind of stuff. Um, And I was just, I just kind of looked at him, and I was like, I didn't, but oh my gosh, he's so right. Like, I literally (laughs) was like, I didn't do that. And then I was like, actually, I think he's kind of right. I do that all the time. So, like, getting in trouble, or Mm -hmm. if you get in trouble all the time as Mm -hmm. a kid... Or if somebody is bullying you all the time, like mm-hmm. you're going to have this pattern, these, this repetitive, um, almost like a monkey mind or this ruminating thought mm-hmm. negatively about yourself. Like, what am I doing to deserve this yeah. all the time? Like, what did I do wrong? Eventually that's going to be the mm-hmm. thought because you can be as good as you want, but if this is constantly happening to you, it's going to wear you down. Mm-hmm. So finding a way to um, change that thought and, and know that and stop that um, behavior from happening and realize that it's not about you. It's about the person or the whatever is doing it to you. Mm-hmm. Having that emotional awareness. Yeah. And, you know, for, for those of you that are listening or watching, if, if you're kind of um, resonating with this particular cup of self-care we're talking about and and you feel like maybe it's harder for you than the average person just know we do have resources for you guys Mm -hmm. um that's kind of where where you know if you 
check in with yourself and you're like, hmm, I think I need a little bit more help than what I can do for myself. Mm-hmm. You know, we have um, we have our, our Live Well coaching app that is available and accessible to um, any any of you, anywhere you are. Um, and you can, you know, stay tuned to the end of our podcast or log on to our website at www.livewell-coaching.com um, slash onboarding. Right, Jacob? Am I right? Yes. Okay. Yay, and you can actually you go it. right onto that page and sign up for our app if you, you know, feel like you need the support of a of a coach, um, a professional with lived experience to help walk you through filling this cup. Because sometimes it is, you know, a little harder for for some people. You the know. emotional part of it is, is yeah. a little bit more challenging and, and harder to identify, mm-hmm. I think, yeah. um, in some cases. And that will start the, that first step to building yeah. a routine because like you said there's there's a routine about it right but, yeah um, so check in with yourself you know that's part of emotional uh your emotional self-care cup as well as just doing check-ins and um naming it calling what we feel sometimes that's uh, that's like 50 percent of the healing process is saying absolutely. i feel resentful about this particular thing and just kind of saying it out loud Mm -hmm. kind of gets it out from the inside i read something earlier remember the and um the body keeps the score it was um i always forget his name is so long it's by bessel van der Der kolk yeah um so he said something along the lines of breaking away from the self mm-hmm. and saying like I hate myself or I hate you or I want to kill you mm-hmm. and and then identifying that it's a part of you like a part of me mm-hmm. doesn't want to mm-hmm. go on anymore a part of me sure. hates what you've done to me a part of me is really struggling with the fact that I don't know. You cheated on me just for an example. Like it's not that whole self. It's a part of us. It's in it. And then I think that helps us to also identify that we as a whole entity are not stuck or angry or. Yeah. Like we are not the emotion. We are not the emotion. A part of us is not the emotion and feelings are a part of us. That's super powerful. Yeah. I read that today when we were talking about this and I was just like, wow, it really hit home. I really like that. Yeah. Have to define who we are. Exactly. Our identity is not wrapped up in how we feel. Yeah. Right. Because imagine like, imagine the opposite of that and saying like, I am angry. Mm Because then like you start feeling like your whole being is anger. Yeah. And it's subtle, but it's not. Rather yeah. than yeah. I feel angry. Yeah. <laughs> it reminds me of Bad Boys too when um, Martin Lawrence is going to therapy. <laughs> 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 and his therapist is like, you are angry. And he's like, I am not angry. And she's like, but you are. Say, I am angry. He's like, if you keep telling me I'm angry, I'm going to be angry. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That movie is That's hilarious. Awesome. <laughs> uh, we still have three more to talk about, yeah, we right? Do. We, should, yes. we should move on. Yeah. yeah. What's, what's number three? So our next cup is our spiritual self-care. Um, and that one is kind of just what we do to nourish our soul, um, the activities and behaviors that we do to seek purpose and meaning in our lives. 
um, spiritual self-care, um, it might be prayer for some, it might not, it might look like meditation for some, you know, it, it's strive, what you do to strive for inner peace, peace within yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah that you might be able to speak to that yeah, a little that, bit. That's huge, you know. So, yeah. um, you know, for me, as I've said on this podcast, you know, many times as an outspoken mm -hmm. Christ follower, right? Yeah. Like th this is huge for me, right? Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, this does play into when we talk about routines, you know, that routine, you talked about prayer or reading scripture. Right. Uh, one of the things in, in, in this category or this cup, right, of spiritual mm -hmm. self care is nature. Mm -hmm. You know, the idea mm -hmm. of being able to walk in nature. Right. Theologians call that um, general revelation. This idea that God is, you know, his creation is, mm -hmm. is a revelation of who God is. And right. we can walk in it. We can experience it. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, for me, that's a particularly, um, it's fulfilling mm -hmm. for my right. cup in self-care. Yes. Again, just to be out in nature and yeah. experience God's creation. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I would agree with that. I resonate with that. Yeah. A lot. yeah, I resonate mm -hmm. with that a lot. Yeah. Uh, and you said scripture. I know one of our, our teammates, Dave, he, I think he gets like a, a Bible verse a day. Mm -hmm. He's got some app mm -hmm. on his phone. I forget what it's called, but yeah. And he reads those daily mm -hmm. and then can sometimes use them in mm -hmm. therapy, therapeutic techniques yeah. and stuff. Yeah. The spiritual self-care cup is, um, I, I, well, I, I'll just speak to the, like the clients that come in, you know, to see me first session what I'm finding is the spiritual self-care cup is usually the hardest to fill for some mm. folks struggling with mental health um and you know I think I think about why sometimes you know and I and I think of how if we're seeking meaning in life but we're facing adversity it can be super challenging mm -hmm. however the things that fill your your spiritual self-care cup is going to be the things that, you know, that help you feel whole. And sometimes your faith may falter, but that's okay too. Mm -hmm. We just have to be aware of it and, and notice it and right. see it and find what what brings what us brings it back to hope life. and faith. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Hope and faith are huge. Mm -hmm. Um, when, when you're living with, with, um, depression or anxiety or mm -hmm. any sort of trauma, mm -hmm. just to help come out of that hope and faith are some of the strongest tools you have, For sure. um, mm -hmm. to help break free from that cycle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Next. And our other cup. So we've got three down. We've got two more to go. Mm -hmm. Our next cup, um, and I'll go a little bit out of order because um, it's going to be relevant to our last uh, last piece that we just spoke about. But social self-care is super important. Yeah. Connection. Mm -hmm. So human beings are hardwired for connection. Mm -hmm. And so even for those who deem themselves introverts, social self-care is still a meaningful part mm -hmm. of their lives. And what that looks like is is being able to connect with others. Right. Um, in you know, in a healthy way. So it might be a phone call, you know, with a loved one. It might be, you know, being in the presence of like someone that you love and trust and want to be around. It doesn't necessarily have to be 
uh, talking no. per se. Right. And it doesn't have to be anything serious. It could right. just be joking or yeah. being goofy, laughing with someone. Mm-hmm. Just those laughing in itself is, is an amazing tool yeah. to bring about good spirits. But, mm-hmm. you know, just being silly with a person that you enjoy being around. Yeah. Yeah, for a lot of people, this is a hot topic right now. Right. And it's yeah. hard because of the pandemic, yeah. right? particularly for those listening or viewing outside of the state of Florida. Right. We have the luxury of being more open than yeah. many other places yes, in the absolutely. country or around the world. Right. And how challenging this is. Right. And right. how challenging it might be. I think we were talking about it the other day for the the babies who are were mm-hmm. born or at least young children under five right now Mm -hmm. how challenging that must have been for the parents and what it's going to do to their developmental growth that's right um social Mm -hmm. and emotionally yeah one of our major as adults one of our major social outlets although we don't think about it that way oftentimes is our workplace right and our 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 teammates right those that we that we work with or or go to school with or whatever that might be and for many people, they're going to school at home. They're mm-hmm. working from home. Right. Um, and it's extremely challenging. Mm-hmm. In fact, there's a, a national study going on right now about, it's called the deterioration of corporate culture. It's talking about organizational health. Mm. And again, how companies um, are struggling uh, because of their interactions are all virtual. Right. right. And then they're talking about the deterioration of the corporate culture, the idea of the community of the people, right? The yeah. culture in which mm-hmm. they, they operate and they work. Mm-hmm. is it's falling apart it's faltering mm-hmm. you know and um and that's going to be hard hard for us to figure out as uh you know through the pandemic how to mm-hmm. how to move that forward right i saw on gray's anatomy i'm a huge gray's anatomy fan mm-hmm. but there Me was too. a there was a moment in um one of the episodes and they they are doing their um scripts surrounding the the pandemic mm-hmm. um and one of the students who's, I guess, a resident there, she was really upset. She's like, I haven't touched anybody or hugged anybody in days. I haven't been out of this hospital. People are dying. And mm-hmm. one of her um, mentors came up to her and said, turn around, like, to face mm-hmm. away from her. And she was like, why? Like, what, we're talking. And she was like, just turn around. And so she turned around with her back to her. And then her mentor turned around and put her back to her and leaned up against her. Aww. And they just like had their backs and the yeah. back of their heads yeah. to each other. And the, the one girl just started sobbing and she mm-hmm. was like, that was the, the most connected she had felt in so long. I can yeah. just imagine all the nurses and mm. the people on the front line have just been mm-hmm. working tirelessly and really, I can imagine they're struggling right yeah. right. right now and just yeah. overwhelmed and burnt yeah. out. I remember at the beginning of the pandemic, I was working in a church and it was uh, was overseeing all of our weekend experience stuff. And so when we started to open the doors to the church back up, we started to invite people back in. You know, we had to tell all of our employees, our, I mean, our staff members, even all of our volunteers, you know, no high fives and no hugs. Oh, and it was it was painful. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Week after week after week, people were walking yeah. into the church. And we had to keep our hands in our pockets or we had to right. keep our arms crossed. We had to find a way to resist right. from, you know, giving them hugs and high fives. Mm. And that that's we, one of the things that releases the, ser- yeah, the oxytocin, right. oxytocin in our body. That's right. I yeah. mean, it's yeah. just so wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of devastating in a way. Mm-hmm. Did that, just out of curiosity, Trevor, did yeah. that um, uh, change? Well, you were talking about the um, what you were watching f- about organizational health. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Did, were there any solutions to that? Did um, they mention? No, they're just, they're conducting the study the right study. now. So they're gathering gotcha. data. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, to be fair, I think we are too, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, yeah, we're talking right. about like, hey, this is an aspect of self-care. Some of it might not be like the traditional or conventional way of connection, mm-hmm. but yeah. just know a connection is an important part of your self-care, of your right. social right. self-care cup. Mm-hmm. And think about when you meet people culturally here, we shake hands. Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, Mm -hmm. I know I did that for the first time in like an entire year the other day and I was just shocked. I was like, oh my God, I haven't shook anyone, like shaken anyone's hand in so long. And it's so awkward when you know whether you should fist bump or Or elbow. elbow I've I've kicked feet with people before and like did a little jig and I was like, well, this is new. (laughs) (laughs) It's like we have to reinvent like how we, how we interact with people culturally. And Mm -hmm. it's kind of, it's interesting and fascinating, but it's. Mm It's challenging to know yeah. what to do and how to how to connect. Like, how do you? Mm-hmm. We'll probably have the whole thing on mm-hmm. how to connect and for sure moving forward. Yeah. And and our last self care cup is our intellectual self care, mm-hmm. um, and that one is um, essentially doing things that nourish your mind, like expanding your knowledge, like reading. Um, it might be, you know, watching a documentary on a topic that interests you, mm. um, playing like um, cognitive games, um, yeah. you know, memory. That's, yeah, <laughs> hosting yeah. a memory podcast, games. co-hosting right. a podcast. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Jacob going to grad school, going to grad school, learning Ooh. a new language, learning a new topic. Yeah. All of those things mm-hmm. um, are things that fill our intellectual self-care cup. Listening yeah. to other podcasts. Mm-hmm. That's um, right. Yeah. Even even artistically, I think you can. Into that's an intellectual thing. Like if you become, if you find a hobby, mm-hmm. um, I almost feel like golf or fishing or you know painting. Those mm-hmm. all have mm-hmm. a layer of scientific, like right. intellectual thought process. Right. Right. Regardless yeah, sure. of if they're on the creative side or not. Yeah, there's this curious mindset that we just refer right. to as somebody who's a lifelong learner. Right, right. It's not that they go to school for their whole lives, but they just have this, um, again, this that. mindset, right, who just, uh, they want to learn all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we should all have that. We should. Yeah. 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 It's a part of evolution. Like, it's a part of evolving and yeah. growing from our former self. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, th- I think I like how these kind of all flow together because if you think about it, like if our physical cup, like that's what boosts the serotonin mm-hmm. and the dopamine and the oxytocin. Mm-hmm. And then moving on, it might create space for you to work on the emotional stuff and right. then connect to your spiritual self. Some, yeah. And then going into social, getting all that stuff healthy, moving on to the social aspect of it with others to connect with others and then being able to intellectually interact with people Mm -hmm. on a on a fairly level emotional state right 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 right. yeah and if we take that kind of to our last point kind of start to head towards the the finish line to wrap this up right talk about some practical yeah um self-care routines Mm -hmm. Um, how do we take these things and we put them into into daily life yeah yeah i mean for me i just washing your face in the morning, mm-hmm. brushing your teeth, mm-hmm. mouthwash. Like I have a morning routine and a bed right, bedtime routine. And I've added other things into that, like tea, 
Mm -hmm. Alana and I do Mm -hmm. tea every Monday nights Mm -hmm. um, and we talk about stuff and um, whether it's super silly and we're laughing and crying and rolling (laughs) on the floor or dancing in our PJs or Or if we're we're talking talking about about our next podcast podcast or just something, a challenging client. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah. So those kinds of things for me, like having a routine, as you said, Mm -hmm. for me is super helpful for my self-care because Mm-hmm. If I didn't have a routine, I would feel way out yeah. of control and yeah. anxious. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I would feel depressed, but I would just, I mean, it can lead to that mm-hmm. because then I'm not, I feel like I'm not fulfilling the things that I normally do. I make my bed every morning. It's a part of my self-care mm-hmm. routine. Right. Like I love I to too. turn around in my room <laughs> and see, and see bed my bed made. Yeah. Like yeah. it is, it just, it literally warms my spirit mm-hmm. to she- have a made bed. She sometimes makes her bed even when, when I'm still, still sleeping in it. In it. Yeah, yeah I, that's I happened I'm, before. I'm really sorry. <laughs> no. And to be fair, I made the side that I slept on. Yep, it's true. It's true. I it's mean, interesting. Yeah. I don't have a guest room, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she sleeps in my bed. <laughs> she snuggles with me. <laughs> the idea of self-care routines. I mean, on one hand, when we're talking about this, right, did it... Um, it uh, allows us to have some control. Right. right? We're putting ourselves yeah. in the driver's seat. That's right. And it lowers some anxiety. That's exactly it right. It may fight against yes. some of the other thoughts and feelings yeah. um, that we're faced with. Talk about depression and, mm-hmm. and, and some of those other things. Um, but there's also this proactive side. For sure. Right. Of, of not just combating the, yeah. the, the bad, right, but, but proactively yeah. moving us towards the good. You know, so I talked about getting up to go for a run every morning right. or sitting for, you know, 10 minutes with your cup of coffee and mm-hmm. journaling or, yeah, uh, or, um, talked about this earlier, how we set an alarm to wake up. Megan, you said you actually set an alarm to go to sleep. I do. Yes. I set an alarm to go to sleep. Like I yeah. have a bedtime routine. I, my yeah. alarm goes off at nine 15 because then I have 45 minutes until I should be in bed mm-hmm. at 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will drink tea probably around nine, nine 15. Mm-hmm. Um, and journal or chat or listen mm-hmm. to a podcast or read something. Wind down. Just to wind yeah. myself down. Yeah. No more phone. It gets plugged in. Mm-hmm. Um, unless I'm listening to a podcast on my phone. And that's, <laughs> you know, the only thing. Um, but And that's like my nighttime routine. And right. I do talk to my plants when I go to sleep. <laughs> I just kind of, I, I do. I walk around my room and my plants and I check on them and make sure if any of them need Mm-hmm. like a little bit of yeah. drops of water or some spray or you know just your make... whole nighttime routine actually like f- probably a- adds to multiple cups mm-hmm. probably multiple of your self-care cups not just the physical yeah. one because then i mouthwash floss brush yeah wash my face mm-hmm. and then i get into bed yeah yeah so it's like a whole thing That's right. <laughs> it's like a whole thing <laughs> right 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 but it matters. But it, it matters, matters to me and it, it, it helps me so it helps mm-hmm. me stay grounded and it helps me stay mm-hmm. I mean, if I'm being transparent, same. Mm-hmm. Like right. it, it just keeps yeah. me mm-hmm. stable and grounded. Yeah. So what would we say to somebody who's lacking routine, lacking self-care? Mm-hmm. Where do they start? I, I think it's important to start with finding what is not working yes. mm-hmm. for you. Because if, if folks are, you know, maybe your nighttime routines can, for some people, sound 
overwhelming. Overwhelming. Oh my gosh. To me, oh, just saying it out loud, I was like, <laughs> uh-huh. I feel like I want to crawl yeah. in a hole right, right now because that sounds like it's so right. much. But you know, you have built, you've <laughs> built that routine. You've built that regimen into your routine. And now it's kind of just what you have to do. And I think for our listeners and viewers, maybe start with what does not work for you and maybe remove that and try to implement something else you know, one thing at a time, like into your physical self-care routine. It might be, for example, I used to love running like you guys Mm -hmm. and, um, due to some unforeseen issues and, you know, chronic pain issues, I can't really run anymore. But what I do is now I, I power walk, Mm -hmm. you know, and like, that's what I do instead. Um, and that's what, that's, you know, take it in bite-sized pieces find what's not working for you you know hear what what we're sharing and like see what small steps you guys could Mm -hmm. you know listeners and viewers can implement yeah some people oh sorry go ahead it reminds me of one of our team members uh dave actually said this to you (laughs) earlier who who told us so he uh he does behavioral activation yes um and he says uh do more of what does work yes do less of what's not working for sure and when in doubt change something yeah right and so as you're suggesting do the less of what's not working exactly. or figure out what's not working. That's right. exactly right. And then again, remove those things first. That's exactly right. Because yeah. then that then we're giving ourselves room to do healthier things that actually mm-hmm. nourish us. Absolutely. Yeah. And for some people, like watching TV before they go to bed or when they go to bed is a thing. But that's also stimulating. It's so very maybe that's not for working for you. Right. Maybe maybe while you you use that as a right now because it's easy it might not work mm-hmm. because it keeps you up. Mm-hmm. It's got those, mm-hmm. it's got the blue light factor and right. yeah, it can be stimulating depending on what you're watching. Mm-hmm. All right, let's bring this home. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, we, and we can, shall we move on to yeah. emotional? Yeah. Yeah. Um, just something practical that you can do at home. Just check in with yourself. Um, yeah. w- when you're feeling something, cause I mean, mm. you know, when you're feeling something, I would say just do a check-in, like kind of do hit pause on what you're doing and like check in with yourself with what you're feeling and name it. Mm-hmm. Like that's a small, I think that's a small doable bite-sized thing. And write it down. I think it's important to keep a record or a log mm-hmm. of some sort, yeah. that, mm-hmm. of, even of what's helpful and what's not. That's right. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if we're walking through these, we do physical, emotional, right? Yeah, spiritual, spiritual, we talked about prayer. Mm-hmm. For right? sure. Or being in nature. Yeah. Right? Yeah, grounding. Yeah, grounding. We've talked about purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, right, find those ways. Yeah. Right, to care for your... For sure. And um, for folks that are, are really struggling with that, um, like I tell my clients, if they're struggling with spiritual self-care, a place that they might be able to start is um, make a list of the things that give them hope. Hmm. You know, check in with your morals and values. Sometimes yeah. we we stray from that without intention and that brings us further away from spiritual self-care. Um, check in with, with your heart, you know, see what brings you hope. Like what do you value? That sort That's of right. things. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Yeah. And then social, social self-care, um, find a way to connect with people that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's a phone call, um, a FaceTime, um, a video call, um, mm-hmm. you know, just saying hi. Yeah. 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 If we built this into a, a routine, it could be 
call your parents once a week. Yeah. Yeah. You know, talk to your siblings if, right. you, if you have any. Right. Yeah. Um, reach out to a friend Cousins, every day. Aunts, uncles. Yeah. Like, and anyone. Yeah. I read the other day it takes 2.5 seconds to message somebody hi. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about a routine for intellectual? An intellectual, find something that nourishes your mind. Yeah. Um, a book that you really, you've all, maybe you've always like wanted to read like this one book or you've always wanted to, you know, hear this podcast. This one in particular. Yeah. The Live Well podcast you're <laughs> The Live about. Well podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Plug some time in for you to nourish your mind. Like we have to do that. Otherwise we feel like so empty and, mm-hmm. and depleted. So m- give yourself time, you know. A little bit every day to just do something that nourishes your mind. Tune into our podcast every Monday. Mm-hmm. Check out our um, our YouTube page for we you know we record these for you guys every single week um, with the intention of essentially f- helping you fill your cups in any way that we can. So this is filling mine. So. It's it, yeah, yeah, mine too. You guys know so. that from last time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And so those I would say are some, those are our five, our five buckets. Those are our five cups of self-care. We'll talk more about them. So we talk about routines, Mm -hmm. um, put it into groupings there or or categories. So find something to do every day, Mm -hmm. um, a routine for every day, find Mm -hmm. a routine for every week, find a routine for every month and find a routine for every year. So if you start to think in that way, Mm -hmm. it will help. I mean, a a yearly routine might be take a vacation, right? That's an example of a Mm -hmm. yearly um but again find one for every day every week every month and every year right love it we can do that yeah good all right well, all i'm right. gonna take us out yeah so Send us home girl for those of you watching and listening um if uh if you feel like one or more of your cups are needing filling um please let us help you we have um lots of of resources um not just on our website but also through our coaching app live well coaching um and through some of the services we offer here at the office we do a lot of virtual help as well virtual therapy um we have some programs here that are uniquely designed to help you get healthy and stay healthy so please log on to our website at www.livewell-coaching.com for more info. Um, Or you can even call into our office, schedule an appointment with one of our therapists that can see you virtually. Um, And that would be our our office number at 321-259-1662. We hope to see you guys soon and we can't wait to help you guys get healthy and stay healthy. Thanks for tuning in today. That's right. Have a great week, everyone. Bye. Fill your cups.